This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, naturopath and nutritionist, yoga and meditation instructor. Welcome to the Wellness Glow podcast for women who want inspiring and practical solutions to feel abundant energy and vitality on the inside and look radiantly healthy on the outside. Each week, I talk all things gut health and mind-body connection. If you want to find out more about me, check me out at susiegarden.com. Welcome to the show. Welcome everybody to the Wellness Glow. I hope you're having a great week and I'm continuing my anti-aging series at the moment. And today I'm going to talk about gut health. And if you've followed me for a while, you know how much I'm always banging on about gut health and the gut microbiome. And it's just because the healthy gut is absolutely essential to having a healthy body and you simply can't have one without the other. And with my recent sort of diving into anti-aging research, I've, we've found even more reasons to look after it as it has a really significant impact on how well we age. And remember, we are all aging every single day. So some of the new information that was interesting is uh, that scientists have found that they can analyze your gut microbiome and actually predict how old you are. And the impact of gut health on the rest of the body is so tremendous that it dramatically impacts the aging process. So let's just talk a little bit about that. And at the end, I'll give you some tips on what we can do to maintain a healthy gut. So you've probably heard me talk about the microbiome before, but essentially the human digestive microbiome is this vast collection of bacteria, fungus, uh, protozoan, viruses, yeasts that live inside the gut. And it helps us in a lot of different ways. And, and interestingly, and this statistic always blows my mind, you've heard me say it before, we actually have more bacteria or more cells in our microbiome than we have in the entire human body. So it's more like we are our microbiome's human than 
we have our microbiome, which is pretty incredible. But the microbiome is really, really important because it helps us to digest our food. It helps us to promote a healthy immune response. Did you know that about 70% of our immune system is actually in our gut? It also produces various kind of vitamins that we can't actually make ourselves. We need these bacteria to do that. And there's plenty of other things that the microbiome does for us. I won't go into everything today. Uh, And so, you know, if your gut health is not good, if you have chronic diarrhea, chronic constipation, nausea, bloating, any of those sort of gut symptoms that you're putting up with on a regular basis, and many of the clients that I see are putting up with stuff on a daily basis and may have been doing this for many, many years, Over a period of time, you really are doing yourself a disservice and risking your health by not getting that assessed and treated. And it's so easy to do. Honestly, I I get some people that come to me and within two weeks, we've got most of the stuff sorted. So please don't, you know, suffer from gut symptoms. There's really no need for that these days. And we know how unbelievably important it is. But let's get back into aging and the gut or anti-aging in the gut. So the first thing to note is that the studies show us that the, the balance or the composition of the microbiome significantly changes with age. There are certain bacteria that are significantly decreased in older people when compared to younger people. And this is really important because it may completely change the functioning of the gut and the way it processes nutrition It may also affect the functioning of the immune system, and that's super important, particularly at the moment in our COVID world. Uh, It's also promising because it means that there may be probiotic therapies that can assist in the aging process, slowing down any degeneration and helping the body to function optimally. So that's really exciting. Second to the above, digestive problems like increased intestinal permeability, you might have heard of that called leaky gut, um, but the proper term for it is increased intestinal permeability, um, irritable bowel syndrome, chronic bloating, reflux. All of these are really common as we age. And as a whole, these t- sorts of digestive problems promote inflammation, which of course can be promoted into inflammaging if that goes on for a long time. Like I was saying before, if you're putting up with these kind of symptoms, please, please get them looked at because you don't want to get into that state of inflammation, which is that accelerated aging caused by inflammation. If you want to learn more about that, if you're new to the podcast, just go back a few episodes. I've got a whole episode dedicated to inflammation and inflammation. It's pretty cool. So when inflammation is present, as I talked about on that other podcast, it means that chronic inflammation is rampant in the body and all aspects of the aging process are accelerated. So My main focus with anti-aging is on the inside because if we make the inside really healthy, we glow on the outside. Our whites of our eyes are brighter, our skin glows, we look healthy, we feel amazing. And when we have chronic inflammation, that's when we start seeing signs of that in our skin, in our hair, in our nails, and a whole bunch of other processes inside the body that we can't actually see. So um, given that in many cases, the inflammation and inflammation has stemmed from an unhealthy gut and microbiome, then logically, it seems we can correct this through promoting health in our gut and our microbiome. So, you know, let's have a bit of a look 
about how we can maintain that. So some of these I may have mentioned before, but it's always good to learn new things as well. And I'm going to be relating this to anti-aging. So these tips I'm about to go into, they're going to help you maintain your microbiome and your gut health. It's going to help lower inflammation and slow the aging process to help you stay feeling and looking good. Because remember, anti-aging is an inside job. So first and probably the most important tip for your microbiome's health is to make sure your diet is diverse in plant foods. I'm not saying you have to go vegan. I'm just saying make sure you're getting enough fruit and veggies because we know the statistics are one in 20 Australians eat enough fruit and veggie. One in 20. That's crazy. So easy and so affordable to eat fruit and veggies. So go for your two and five, two fruit five veggies a day. It's just like crazy that we're in a situation where one in 20 Australians are eating enough fruit and veg. So we know that um, you need to have around 30 different plant foods in your diet each week to feed all of the different bacteria in your gut. It's really, they're they're very fussy little bugs. They all like different things. And so keeping your diet diverse is magic to your gut bugs. And particularly things that are high in fiber, like you may have heard me talk about prebiotic foods. Prebiotic foods are your high fiber foods. So things like sweet potato, green bananas or unripe bananas is what I mean by that. Uh, Onion, garlic, um, what else? Asparagus, globe artichoke. There's a whole bunch. If you just Google prebiotic foods, you'll get a whole bunch of lists of foods and you'll look at it and go, I'm probably eating many of, the, many of these. If you're having like rolled oats, for example, they're a really great prebiotic food. So you need to have at least 30 different plant foods in your diet each week. Now that sounds like a lot, but say you divide 30 by seven. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's going to give us what? Three, seven, three nines are 27. So three, seven, I don't know, four sevens are 28. Okay, got it. So four to five different plant foods a day is not a lot, not a lot to be adding into your diet. So have a think about what you're eating in terms of your plant foods. Another thing that you can do is to reduce or remove the inflammatory foods from your diet. Now, I think by now we probably know what most of these are, but things like your processed and packaged foods. So any food that comes in a packet and any food that doesn't look like it's it's real form. Um, so processed foods, even things like, you know, uh, cakes, like uh, crackers, all of these sorts of things that are um, just designed to live on a shelf and they're not fresh whole foods. Uh, fast foods, obviously, sugar, lollies. Um, essentially, if your foods are as close to their original form as possible, they're going to be less inflammatory. So we don't want to be putting inflammatory foods into our body that are going to damage our microbiome, that are going to add inflammation to our body and lead to inflammation. Some particularly inflammatory foods for some people are things like wheat or gluten and cow dairy. Um, If you find when you're eating wheat or gluten or cow dairy that you're getting bloated, that you're getting diarrhea, constipation, you may get skin rashes like eczema, 
then you might just do a little elimination diet yourself and just stop eating them for two weeks and see what happens to your symptoms. And if you find your symptoms get less, then maybe you need to go and see someone to get assessed properly rather than just deciding to exclude these things from your diet yourself. Particularly with wheat, we like to make sure that you have all the proper testing done before you exclude wheat from your diet indefinitely. But yeah, making sure your diet is of of a, a low inflammatory nature and full of plant foods is brilliant as an anti-aging strategy just to start with. Then I'm going to change tact a little bit and talk about sleep. Sleep is essential for healthy aging and for microbiome health. And what we know is that only two thirds of adults, sorry, only one third of adults sleep correct eight hours of sleep a night or more. Two thirds of adults sleep less than eight hours a night, two thirds. And it, there's, they actually call this a, uh, an insomnia epidemic. We're having loads of issues with people with sleep at the moment. And there's many, many reasons for that. But what's disturbing is that um, there was a 2019 study that showed that approximately 15% of Alzheimer's cases may be attributed to sleep problems. So if you're having issues with your sleep, and I completely empathize because I have really struggled with insomnia at certain times in my life, and I'm only just on back on top of it again now. Um, but yeah, you do need to get that assessed as well to make sure that you're getting all of the nutrients that you need to build your sleep chemicals, to build your melatonin. Uh, Also, things like IBS has been linked to a lack of quality sleep, um, being overweight or obese, uh, metabolic syndrome, sleep apnea, whole bunch of things have been linked to a lack of quality sleep. So uh, if you have any of these underlying problems, getting them addressed will be extremely helpful. So seeing your healthcare practitioner to get that sorted out is very, very important. So sleep, huge. Um, and I'm, you know me, I'm always going to talk about stress. <laughs> stress is one of my passions or getting helping people manage their stress is one of my passions. So stress also impacts the microbiome sometimes really, really severely. Things like psychological stress, um, sleep deprivation, like we just talked about, environmental stress, so chemicals and things that you get um, exposed to, daily lifestyle pressures have all been shown to affect gut health negatively. So while we may not be able to change all of the things in our stressful environment, sometimes you can. You know, if you have a really stressful job, Perhaps it's time to look at other options. That's what I ended up doing a number of years ago now when I really experienced burnout and I I just didn't know what to do. Um, I ended up changing careers and that's how I ended up here doing this, which is awesome. Um, So yeah, really assess where you're at to see if there are any stressors that you can change. But if you can't, then you can help manage your stress by trying things like deep breathing. So deep breathing can be things like belly breathing, which I've talked about before. Um, And it's really easy. Once you know how to do it, you can do it all the time. Nobody knows you're doing it. So it's not like you have to carve out some extra time in your day to do it. Um, short guided meditations, there's brilliant apps around where you can do just even five minutes. I mean, to get the real strong, um, physiological benefit of meditation, you do need to be doing it for about 23 minutes a day is what the research tells us, but even doing something short, 
is better than nothing. And also just daily mindfulness techniques. So just really being aware of your environment, really, um, you know, taking in what's around you. Feel If you're sitting in a chair, feeling your feet on the floor, feeling the weight of your body in your seat, feeling the um, clothing on your body, noticing your breath, noticing sounds, noticing smells, all that sort of stuff is mindfulness. And that's a great stress busting technique. And again, it, it doesn't take much to do it. Getting outside for a walk in nature or anything in nature, sitting on the beach. I'm so lucky I live near the beach and uh, I'm aware that not everybody else does. But getting anywhere near water, a body of water is very, very beneficial. Even if you had just a little fountain and it's it's pretty easy to get little water features and fountains from uh, local stores and they're not very expensive. Just watching water is very therapeutic for us. So anything going out in nature is a wonderful stress buster. And lastly, I wanted to talk about movement because lack of movement is another big one that can affect gut health. And another stat for you, only one in three Australians gets enough exercise. One in three gets enough exercise. So regular movement really helps your body in so many positive ways. Your gut bugs is one of them. You need to move. Uh, if you're stationary all day, you'll notice your, your gut will get sluggish. Um, but just moving the body is, again, it just helps to manage stress. That's one big thing. Uh, it also just keeps your blood flow moving. It helps to keep your muscles nice and toned. And remember when we're talking in the context of anti-aging, one of the real things that happens when you hit uh, over 40 is your muscle tone and the lack of, uh, or rather the atrophy of muscles. So movement is super important. And things like resistance training is awesome, particularly for women, keeps our bones healthy as well. The movement is incredible for our health and from an anti-aging point of view is essential. So if you don't have enough movement in your day, have a think about how you can bring that in. Whether that is parking your car further away from your workplace or when you're doing your shopping or whatever it is that you do, um, finding a yoga class or a, a, some other kind of uh, exercise class that works into your schedule. There's so much available online now, so you don't even have to leave home if leaving home is an issue, if you're looking after kids or whatever. It's also a great example if you have kids for you to be doing movement every day and making it a priority. That teaches them that they need to make it a priority too. So there's five things that I just talked about there and I'll just summarize them because it was a lot. So getting diversity in plant foods in your diet, at least 30 different plant foods each week. Removing or reducing inflammatory foods like your fast foods, your sugar, your processed packaged foods, and looking at any symptoms that you might be getting from uh, wheat or gluten or cow's dairy, and perhaps cutting that down or out as well. Number three is getting enough sleep. If your sleep is disturbed, and we know that only the, sorry, that two-thirds of adults sleep less than eight hours a night. So undoubtedly, you're going to be potentially one of them. Get your sleep looked at. Maybe even keep a sleep diary just to see, am I actually getting enough sleep? It took me a while to realize that I was an insomniac. It took me a long time. Um, stress management, hugely important. And lastly, getting some regular movement into your day. 
So I hope this has been helpful. I have just launched my new ebook, which is free. It's the eight ascent, sorry, the essential eight, the anti-aging secrets that every woman over 40 should know. And you can head to my website, susiegarden.com. And just click on, there's a little announcement bar at the top. You can click on that and just grab your copy of the book. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are learning lots about how to keep yourself really healthy and well and glowing uh, on a daily basis as we're all aging together. Thanks so much for joining me on The Wellness Glow. I loved having you here. See you again next week. Until then, take care and be well.